Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. This is part two of the Lori Vallow story. If you haven't listened to part one, you should probably go back and listen or you'll be very confused. And where if you did listen to part one, we last heard about Lori and Alex and or Chad putting JJ and Tylee's things into storage in Idaho. And we were just about to tell you about another shooting allegedly involving Lori's brother, Alex. So here we go. This was the day before another event involving Alex. Another shooting, oh. as a matter of fact. Oh, I should say, allegedly, it mm. was Alex. I'll tell you what happened on October 2nd. Okay. Brandon Boudreaux is the husband of the, of sister. the niece, the niece, Lori's niece, who moved with her to Rexburg, Idaho. Okay. They are in the process of getting a divorce. Brandon thought everything was hunky-dory, and then out of the blue one day, his wife Melanie, they have, I think, three little kids, says they're just not a fit anymore, <laughs> and she wants a divorce. So she's the, the, the dupe who thinks that Lori is God. Yes, fell for the, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. She is involved in the whole doomsday prepper cult or whatever. So Brandon, he, they lived in Phoenix, and now he lives in Phoenix by himself because his wife left him and moved to Idaho. And he's driving his car, which I believe is a, um, what are they, expensive Elon Musk cars? Tesla. Tesla. A Tesla, driving his Tesla. And somebody shoots at him. And the bullet goes through his windshield. Oh, my God. Doesn't hit him. But he sees a Jeep driving away that he recognizes as Charles Vallow's car. Mm. Which presumably Lori has access mm-hmm. to Charles Vallow's car. And some people have surmised that on video at the storage unit the day before, they see Chad removing a tire from the back seat of Lori's car. And possibly it's the tire, you know, how Jeeps have the tire at, uh, on the back mm-hmm. that kind of obstructs the back window? Yeah. So the theory is that mm. Chad and Lori removed that tire from the back of the Jeep. So they could shoot out the back of the In Jeep. case the back window needed to be opened. Yeah, for shooting. Yeah. I don't know if any of that is true, okay. but it's a possibility. So the, so the surmise there is that it was um, Chad who shot at... Brandon thinks Lori's he sees up. Alex in oh, the car. Oh, okay. Or Alex. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking... Chad was probably driving, yeah, and Alex was doing shooting the yeah, shooting in the back. But as far as I know, Brandon only says he he thinks it's Alex. But that's all you could see because it's presumably in front, right? Wouldn't that be the way you'd do it? Obviously, if you're gonna shoot out the back, you'd get a little in front of him. Yeah, have the shooter in the back of the jeep take the shot, yeah. so he's only gonna see the yeah. person in the back. And the shot came, I mean, came through the windshield. So see the front windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes. So interestingly enough, Brandon had a life insurance policy and assets of more than a million dollars. I mean, he, he obviously was successful. He believes that his ex-wife, Melanie, is part of this doomsday cult that her aunt is involved in. And he thinks that she knows where Tylee and JJ are. Mm-hmm. He's concerned about the safety of his kids yeah. because he knows his wife is involved with her aunt and these weird people and... Her husband is dead. Her children are missing. Yeah. And now his wife is... A part of it. A f- yeah, a part of all this. Is, 
Is so it, he's afraid for his kids. Yeah. Is it known to authorities that JJ and Tyler are missing now? Because you know someone's got to do. Uh, if if they're no. both not in school, it's kind of it's scary. But who's going to know? Exactly. Yeah. You're right. No. Unless you have relatives who are checking up or something like that or friends or something. The authorities don't know, but when Brandon was shot at, he did say, my wife is, you know, I think it was Alex Cox and he, you know, so, and in his divorce and, and like petitions for custody of his children and stuff, he talks about this cult and the fact that he thinks his wife knows where these kids are. So, but but, but that's I'm, later. By that time, I he knows know. the kids are missing. It's yeah. not October second, in other words. Probably not. Be. Maybe not. Yeah, it must. But be. he already knew that his wife was. Yes, I mean, involved with these people. Absolutely. Well, clearly, she moved. Yeah, to you're right. He so, may yeah. not have reported anything about the kids. Not 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 early October, because it's been what, not even ten days since JJ's been missing. So, and he was disenrolled from school. That's so true. So, who's going to know? Yeah. They don't have any yeah. family checking up, no friends. They're new to Rexburg. Well, they do have family checking up, and we'll oh, get to do? that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So, that was October 2nd. A week later, October 9th, Tammy Daybell, who is Chad's wife, she calls 911 to report that someone was taking, had taken shots at her. Wow. She <laughs> sounds like. A treasure. I think I would have liked Tammy. She's like a like a nice librarian. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's a school librarian or whatever. You say liked past tense, you know, so, or like present. No, I said she's like a nice. Oh, no, did I say no, everybody like? You said okay. liked. Okay. Well, anyway, so she writes about this event that happens to her on Facebook, and she does it the way like most moms do on Facebook. Something really weird just happened to me, and I want you to know about it so you can watch out. <laughs> That sounds like a, a uh-huh. be an internet hoax. Yeah, I up. I know, but she's saying it happened to her, not this happened to my friend's cousin's I sister. Know. But so I had gotten, and she did she did call nine one one. I had gotten home and parked in our front driveway. As I was getting stuff out of the back seat, a guy wearing a ski mask was suddenly standing by the back of my car with a paintball gun. A paintball gun. He shot at me several times, although I don't think it was loaded. I yelled for Chad, and he ran off around the back of my house. I have no idea what his motive was, and he never spoke, even after I, even after I asked him several times what he thought he was doing. And then Chad came out, <laughs> out of breath. His, his hair looked weird, like he had just taken off the ski mask from the... <laughs> I love this part. This is my favorite sentence. I was about to smack him with my freezer meals when I decided to yell for Chad instead. Oh, my God. Wow. My freezer meals? Yeah. So... She did call the police. They did respond. And, you know, I guess they did what kind of investigation they could. But it doesn't sound like she saw a car or anything. Yeah. And they, they kind of came to the conclusion that it was some sort of prankster. That's a hell of a prank. I know. How does she know it's a paintball gun? I don't Why know. Why would she think that? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm going to be, I don't know exactly what, do paintball, what paintball guns look like. I don't know what they look you, like either. Do you know? They have like a long, skinny barrel i believe and like a like a bigger body that holds like the, the paintball pellets the thing, though, i think you're, like a um, pistol or a rifle neither they're more like a pistol right it doesn't look oh, like yeah, a you're gun. right they you look can like hold little, it in one hand right little submachine gunny kind of looking yeah thing. the ones i'm looking i'm just looking at some at dick's sporting goods and yeah they look very they wouldn't be like, mistaken for they look pretty no, there's some that look like pistols i don't know that you know that's a paintball gun someone's in a mask in a ski mask pointing a weapon at you yeah and i think it was nighttime and it's nighttime you don't know that's a paintball gun yeah 
Yeah, interesting, I think huh? Anyway, unless you're a aficionado, I don't know, but um, yeah, that's that would be yeah. horrifying too, obviously. Yeah. Okay. And not to be treated as a prank by the police, you would yeah. think. That was October 9th. So they're really bad at murdering people other than Charles. They're one yeah. for three at this point. They're really Assuming bad. that's connected. I'm going to assume that. <laughs> Safe to assume. Mm-hmm. The next day, October 10th, and this is just for timeline purposes, Tylee's Venmo account was used to send money to her half-brother, Colby. Hmm. Colby Ryan. Okay. Wait, that's the same last name as her. That's her brother. That's not her half brother. Yeah. Pretty well, sure it could be just... the, the same father, not the same mother. I don't no, know. no, because she is. He is Lori's son. Oh. Yeah. I know. So. I've read and seen a few things yeah. in this case. I know What's that. What's his name? Ryan. Colby. Colby Ryan. Colby is Tylee's older brother, Lori's son. So I think they are full brother. I believe he, so. He could be half brother, and and Joe Ryan adopted him or yeah. something. Yeah. But that's not really here nor there. So that just is for interest because apparently Tylee. You know, that would lead maybe somebody to believe Tylee is still walking around. Or, somebody, or somebody did it. Someone wants to lay yeah. the groundwork for Tylee being alive in yes, October. Yes, exactly. There is also a report, and I don't have a date on it, but a friend of hers, probably from Arizona, did get a text message from Tylee just saying, Hi, you know, love yeah. you guys, miss you. It was a... It, Tylee was responding, air quotes around responding, uh, okay. so to the friend saying, yeah. we miss you. And she said, oh, miss you too. And so what, I, what I was watched about this case, the friend said that it didn't... She, it's not the way Tylee It's texts. not the way she spoke. Yeah. That's not how Tylee texted us. And it was weird. The text that she got back was just weird. Yeah. With and, admiration, <laughs> Tylee. Tylee. <laughs> and at some point in all of this, her brother Colby mm-hmm. also was texting her asking, you know, because I I get the feeling they FaceTime fairly often and yeah. it had been a few weeks since they had FaceTimed. So he was a little bit concerned and he was texting her, hey, what's going on? I, you know, I'd like to talk to you kind of thing. And every time he would try to get her to call him, she would say she was busy, she was in a movie, she was doing something and would never call him back. Hmm. So he was concerned and he even said the text messages sound just were off. So it takes a little while to percolate out to family and friends if they're missing because it's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just they string yes. them along a little bit by responding yes. via her phone and the fake Venmo. Okay. Yeah. So then on October 19th, so this is 10 days after the incident in Tammy Daybell's front driveway, Tammy's, Tammy Daybell's family calls 911 saying... She had died in her sleep. Hmm. So apparently by Tammy Daybell's family, they mean her husband, Chad. Yeah. Her death was initially ruled uh, natural causes. How old was she? 49? I think she was 49. She lived a long life. She was ready to go. Who dies of natural causes 49. at 49? Oh, plenty of people. No. No. There's well, yes, they plenty. do. Na- I mean, the, the natural cause is something identifiable. It's a they heart ha- attack. They it's ha- something. They have an underlying condition. Yes. Not a good health 49-year-old. Just Well, as far as I know, she was in good health, and she didn't have any underlying conditions. Then you don't buy that for a millisecond. Her her family thought it was weird. However, in Idaho, they have a law that basically leaves the autopsy up to the family. Idaho, come on. Come on, Idaho. So Chad was able to say, no, 
I, yeah. We don't need an autopsy. Yeah, her family said, Jesus. She went and visited her family like a few weeks prior to her passing, and they said she was exercising and in great health. Yeah, it's so, weird. <laughs> so, so he, so, she so who was buys murdered. natural causes? I'm angry at Idaho. The police, apparently. They're stupid. The I'm on record. Rexburg You're stupid. Yeah. Police dropped the yeah. ball. Their family and friends thought that her funeral seemed very rushed. It was so rushed, they didn't even have her casket there. Good Lord. Oh Can't wait for the casket. Bury her. Throw her in. Isn't was it? it was she and it was real small. No, she was buried. Oh. And they also said that there weren't a lot of people there because it was so rushed. Yeah. Good God. Come We've on, have guys. a pool party. They had a pool party Come schedule. Come on, guys. Get, get These are all the signs. Yeah, sure. Of some shit. Shortly after she died, we, you know, Chad is a, an accomplished writer. And sure he is. He has his... His, you know, doomsday prepper group, aka cult, and he has a newsletter for these friends of his. And in his newsletter, he wrote an essay, and this was shortly after Tammy died. The title of this essay was "Moving into the Second Half of My Life." Oh, jeez. Oh, ballsy. That's, that's a that's ballsy to say second half of your life if you're fifty. I read somewhere that this was nine days after Tammy died and somewhere else that it was 12 days after she died. So, you know, anywhere from a week to two weeks after she died. My dear wife, Tammy, passed away in her sleep early Saturday, October 19th. When I awoke at around 6 a.m., it was clear she had been gone for several hours. What the fuck? It came as a shock. I couldn't believe I hadn't been awakened somehow, but all indications are that her spirit simply slipped away during the night. Her face looked serene with her eyes closed and a slight smile. Jesus. It was devastating and to just crushed hyoid bone. <laughs> yeah, it was devastating to discover her that way. But I'm so grateful that her death was peaceful. I'm so grateful. Yes, I'm she in... slept with the pillow on her face. Yeah, I'm in the process of implementing what she has told me to do. Huh? What? She has indicated that my life has two parts that were planned even before I came to Earth. Oh my God! Now he's making her her sound just as crazy as he is. It's not cool. And then he married Lori. Like, like, I mean, immediately, literally two or three weeks after she died. They got married. He married Lori in November. Yeah. Uh, Also, she had a hefty life insurance policy. Four hundred thirty dollars. Four hundred thirty dollars. Four hundred thirty thousand (laughs) dollars. That's a lot of money. Four hundred thirty dollars is a lot of money. Which Chad collected. (laughs) Of course he did. And and no one's going to want us an autopsy from that. I mean, nope. Come on. Multiple people said that. I think it was multiple policies also, which, hello, red flag. Also, he had significantly increased one of the life insurance policies before she died. Could have told you that. Idaho, the murder insurance state. Come on, do it here if you can get away with it. Exactly. I mean, I don't know when they moved. They met and they were like high school sweethearts, whatever, in Utah. Yeah. Anyone who moved to Idaho. So at some point they moved to Idaho. Separate note, Carrie? Do you want to move to Idaho? <laughs> sure, thinking, Dean. Just thinking about it. You might want to be worried. Okay. Oh, wow. She turned the tables on <laughs> yes, me. Yes, I did. So anyway, all of that is very interesting. So about a month later in November, Melanie Boudreaux, the niece, is arrested in American Fork, Utah, for trespassing in the home of her ex-husband's parents. Don't know what any of that is about. She's a crazy bitch. So what's that about? Mm-hmm. Just thought you'd mention it. On November 25th, I think this is like the day after Thanksgiving or something, JJ's grandparents, Kay and Larry Woodcock, call 
the Rexburg police to say they haven't heard from their grandson in quite a while that they normally FaceTime and talk with. And they have found out that his mom has moved him and his sister from Arizona to Rexburg, Idaho, didn't say anything to us about it. Could you please do a welfare check? Make sure the kids are okay. We haven't heard from them. So the next day, the Rexburg police perform a welfare check at Lori's home. Lori and Chad are there, and they say, oh, the kids are fine. They're with my friend in Arizona. And they tell the police the name of the friends in Arizona. So the Rexburg police call the Arizona police and say, could you please follow up and check with these people? They follow up with those people, and they say, no, JJ and Tylee aren't here, and they haven't been here. We don't what know what you're talking about. With that, story? to buy Do them really some time, think, yeah. But a day, yeah, yeah. Really? It did. I saw. So sorry to interject. Okay. I saw that they at first Lori tried to say, "Oh, JJ's visiting his grandma," and they were like, "His grandma's the one who ordered yeah, yeah. this welfare <laughs> check." Oh, I see. So no, That's he's true. not. Uh, really? And then she said, "Oh." Oh, he's actually with our friends in Arizona. Did I say Be- grandma? Because I meant yeah. my friend Gamma. Because uh, <laughs> you forget where your kids are. Yeah. Oh, sure. Crazy. Which yeah. state they're in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we've done that. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding? I like, until very recently, I mean, all of our children are no, adults. I should give a shit, by the way. <laughs> but until very recently, like several times a day, I would have to do like a mental check on where all my children are. You know, you're a little and, bit of a freak, though. That's no, I'm not. I think that's a well, normal mom I mean, thing to do. Two of them are usually in your home. Now I said until recently, mm-hmm. but like you know, when you're at school and someone else is at college and someone else is you know here and there, it's like. But also now, sometimes I forget where you. Are. <laughs> sometimes she's, I forget where she's I am. Pretty much checked out. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, so you know, they find out no, they're not in Arizona, and those friends. Have never had them in Arizona. Yeah. So, so they're caught. They go back to Lori's place in Idaho with a search warrant. Mm-hmm. So they were doing their duty at yeah. this point. And when they arrive, Lori and Chad are gone. Okay. So they, they did just need with all of their belongings. A day or okay. Yep. They were able to somehow pack up and skedaddle in the middle of the night. Okay, if so that they're, doesn't... They're ready, Yeah, obviously. But also, if that doesn't show any and all law enforcement, okay, these people did something to their kids. Well, it did. And at this point, I think this is where we all heard about it. Mm-hmm. Within a couple of days, Lori's brother, Alex, who moved to Rexburg at the same time Lori did, he marries a woman named Zulima Pastanese or something okay. like that right. in Vegas. That was on the 29th. This was a very sudden kind of thing. Zulima is, you know, like she has mystical powers. Of course she does. Yes. yes. You know, she's also... I think I've seen her behind glass if you put money in <laughs> And her name is Madam <laughs> Zulima. So. She has a, like a hair thing. Well, the day after Alex marries Zulima, Lori's niece, Melanie Boudreaux, marries a man named Ian Pawlowski. Pawlowski, also in Vegas. I'm assuming, I do not know, but I'm assuming Ian is part of Chad's little group as well. Sure. He's marrying off their coupling. Yep. And in this same time, Chad and Lori were married. Like I said, it was just a 
couple weeks or so after. Okay. So, so everybody's it, getting married in the prepper group. So that must have been the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Because in this timeline thing that I got, it says that they were married in Kauai on December 1st. And I don't think that's right. I think that's when they flew. They went to Hawaii. Yeah. Well, they kind of got married when they got there. No, I think no, they, they got married, married in November. Because they got married a couple weeks after okay. Tammy died. Okay. So that was when they moved to Kauai. But interestingly enough, Lori had already bought her uh, $39.95 Malachite and silver wedding ring, presumably for what's his name, Chad, more than two weeks before Tammy died. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. According Sloppy. to an Amazon receipt. So she bought it <laughs> wow. on Amazon. Again. And just you don't have to do these things, people. This might be the way that Kay and Larry found out she had moved to Idaho because oh. Larry, I guess after Charles died, she had access to his email and stuff. Yeah. And she had seen an email in Charles's email about an Amazon delivery mm. that went to Rexburg, Idaho. Uh, so I think, and so that's probably how she had the address to do the welfare check because yeah. the, Lori never told them that she had moved with their grandson. Yeah. So that's interesting. So clearly, the wedding was planned or the marriage was planned before Tammy died. And so, the obvious question, I think, from that is, what the hell is Malachite? Type of metal? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I made that shit up. I don't know. I hope you knew. It can't be great because it was only (laughs) $39.95. Basically like sterling silver. Yes. So that was the very beginning of December. On December 11th, authorities exhumed Tammy Daybell's body to perform an autopsy. December 11th. She was buried in Utah. So she died in Idaho, but she was buried in Utah, presumably, because that's where all all her family and everything is. So um, the autopsy is being performed in Utah, and the results are currently pending. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard anything about this. So during this time is when the police decided to go public Mm -hmm. and, you know, ask for the public's help in trying to figure out where JJ and Tylee are. Results are still pending? I think so, yeah. It's been several months. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Huh. I, for some, why do autopsies take so long? I, I don't know, but they do. So especially, you know, in this type of situation. Although in every TV yeah. cop show, huh. it's, like you know. Like an hour? <laughs> I'll have these for you first in the morning. That's the best I could do. <laughs> or I've seen lots of shows where, like, the cops are literally standing there during the autopsy. Yeah. What you got for me, doctor? And they know everything that's going Looks on at like the same time. the talk screen, which I just ran the last six minutes, says it was... So she's clearly poisoned or smothered. Or something, yeah. I don't know. So interestingly enough, the day after Tammy's body is exhumed, what happened, Emma? I don't fucking know. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Oh, Alex Cox? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I do know this. Dead in his apartment. Yep. He's found by, apparently Zulima had a young, uh, not a young son, had a son who was... I don't know, teenager or something like that, a young man, because he's the one that found Alex's dead body and he's the one that calls 911. Although Zulima is there because you can hear this 911 call on the internet as well. It's not as interesting as Alex's, but, you know, he's basically saying, you know, how old he is and that he's not responsive and yeah. talking about CPR and Does stuff he like that. fake CPR also? Huh, huh, huh. no. I, I'm assuming this young man is innocent of anything. I'm just kidding. Do we have, um, uh, I mean, I have a 
theory of, of what happened to Alex and why it happened to Alex. Well, Alex's death Should is wait? currently under investigation. Okay. No, you can say. Well, I mean, right? Alex is very, very likely hired. Oh, sure. Yeah. To kill Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The promise was he'd be paid off from the insurance money. Yeah, and there he is. The insurance, no insurance company money. doesn't come. So they're not paying Alex what he's agreed upon. He became a little bit threatening. So they had to off Alex. Possible. Didn't you? Although they got $430,000, did they get the money yet? For from the other Chad's one? From what? Tammy, yeah. 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 Hmm. So unless they're super greedy. Or maybe they, just, they got greedy and they said, screw it. Yeah, Do we you think he was hired to kill Charles, Charles or Absolutely. Tammy? Both. Or both? Both. Both, yeah. I no, think. well, not, yes. And, and take a shot at Brendan. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. He was the paintball, quote unquote, yeah. shooter. He was the guy in the back he of the He was Jeep. the killer. And he, yeah. we know he killed Charles. Because clearly he had a violent streak in him. He, and he was mm-hmm. probably you know, needed the money. So he, she said. Yeah. And then, yeah, they got greedy. Or, well, and also the reports are that, like, he was kind of like uh, Lori's protector almost, mm-hmm. you know, that if, if he perceived anybody was trying to do her wrong, he was yeah. going to, you know, come at him like he did with Joe Ryan. And yes, but I don't, th- I mean, she could have played it like that with Charles, but now it sounds too premeditated. I think he agreed to kill Charles. Oh, sure, for money. As opposed yeah. to, you know, as opposed to like, get him out of the him, way. Oh, he's going to kill me. He's threatening me. He's beating me. You know, get it. I mean, that's possible. I don't think so. But she duped him into doing it, but I don't think so either. Because even in the, and of course, obviously he could lie, but. The the police asked him, you know, like, did you have, like, did you guys yeah. have a problem with each other? Were you not getting along? And he said, like, no, you know, yeah. I, this was, a, I mean, he didn't use the words that this is out of character, but, you know, he didn't sound like this is a common occurrence and Charles is a violent man. And he, you know, if you were trying to set it up, you should have said stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, so they weren't. But also, he'd know if they investigated it, they would find out nobody else exactly. would say Charles was ever yeah. violent. And so, so they probably realized that was that angle. If they thought, if they entertained that idea, they probably realized, let's not do that. Yeah. It's not very supportable. But then again, I don't know. Either is the come out with a bat thing. Either, yeah. But I guess they had to say something. They, yeah. In self-defense, there has to be a threat. Yeah. Yeah. But he's an idiot because his demeanor doesn't show that you had any adrenaline running through your body at all. If your normally very mild-mannered, nice ex-brother-in-law was coming at you with a bat, you would be freaked out, right? And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess everybody's so, different, but... Not every murderer is as good an actor as those Menendez boys. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're in January. Everybody's looking for these kids, trying to figure out where they are. Um, so the FBI and the Kauai police serve search warrants on Chad and Lori Daybell's residence in Princeville, Kauai. We've oh, been there. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. And they also ordered Lori to produce the kids in Idaho within five days. Yeah, this is when I became aware of this case. I yeah. saw all it over w- Twitter this article being yeah. posted everywhere saying this white lady and her husband are giving, giving, given an opportunity to produce yeah. these kids. Yeah. Did it really say white lady? No. Okay. But they showed pictures of her, and she just, she looks like just a real yeah. I mean, you know, she's relatively Boy attractive, Paolo? and yeah. yeah. I've seen pictures of her. I don't, don't like her. Well, she's definitely not your type. No. From the, I mean, not even from the picture, I can tell she's a conniver. Oh, yeah. Are you hitting the, the, the dog? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> That's a dog under here. Yeah, take the I've ball had it under my foot the whole time. It's weird that it just decided now okay, to start well, you're, squeaking. You're, you, have, you can't play with toys anymore. <laughs> so anyway, do you think Lori managed to produce her kids within five days? I do not. I don't. No. I don't think we'd be talking about we this. We would not be. So then on February 20th, the Kauai police arrested Lori on charges of desertion and resisting obstructing officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime, and contempt of court. And she was held in Hawaii on a $5 million bail, Woof. which was wonderful. Yes, she would have skipped. Mm-hmm. She was held for six days, and then she gets sent back to Idaho. They also checked, because she, she just wouldn't talk about the kids. She wouldn't say anything. She was... Just, that right there is yeah. insanely, obviously, another red flag. But at this point, I guess she figures I've lied. I've been caught in lies about the whereabouts of my kids. What's mm-hmm. the point now? I'm yeah. not going to help myself. Yeah. So they went back and looked at all the, you know, airports have cameras everywhere. Yeah. And so I guess they probably found her and Chad going through the airport. No kids. No tickets were bought for the kids. So they're not saying where the kids are, but... They know with 100% certainty those kids never traveled to Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody they know of back in Idaho or, or Arizona, Arizona yeah. have the kids. So so anyway, March 5th, Lori arrives back in Idaho. Her bail, she has a hearing, and they do manage to get her bail reduced, but it's only reduced to a million dollars. Not enough. For some, But you know, how much, you only have to come up with 10%, right, yeah, to that's get a bond? Not enough. That's what I mean. Well, they probably had 10%. Yeah, they for sure do. Chad's not bailing her out. Really? He's not getting a bond. Chad has cut his losses at this point. But it's also possible, and I don't know this to be true, you have to find a bail bondsman willing to That's true. work with you. Mm-hmm. So it, this, this is so notorious. This case had a lot of I don't think I want to lose the 90% I'm yeah. putting up, so pass. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, they probably did yeah. try to get a bail, bail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do, do, the, do the bail bondsmen actually have to... Give the cash? Bond. They're bonded. So, so they don't they actually skip, give the cash. Good, they, they have it's, to, it's only if they don't correct. show up. Yeah. Okay. yeah, interesting side note. I've gotten a couple texts from a bail bondman, bondsman saying I'm a criminal and I owe how much that I'm behind? Like $9,000? Like 2000 something something days. Well, I hope you paid him. No. Promptly. No? What? I looked the guy up and he's a... a act murderer. No, he's like, a, like an unlicensed contractor or something. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the guy who owes the money. Yeah, the guy who owes the money. And he was like the first time ever like that the California Board of Contractors Licenses or whatever ever put like the most wanted person on their website. Jesus. It was this guy. I forget what kind of contractor and you're it was. him. Like huh. a roofer or something. I don't know. I looked him up. He was a pretty scary looking dude. Sure. Anyway, I first <laughs> texted back wrong number and yeah. then they texted me again. So I blocked him. Okay, good for you. It's a good story. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit concerned at first, but... Okay, so so they reduce her bail. The next day, she shows up in court in, you know, the pretty orange and white striped jumpsuit. Her hair is nicely curled. Wait, and she's been in jail? For a day. And they I mean, have an well, No, she was in jail in Hawaii, in Hawaii and now, yeah. the, okay. now she's in Idaho. Okay, yeah. 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 They bring I mean, her. orange and white jumpsuits in, in Idaho jails? Yeah, and they're striped. Wow. Horizontal right. stripes. Huh. <laughs> Very fitting. This is not thinning. I don't want to wear this. But they did provide her with a nice pink lip gloss. So oh, that's God. good. Because we know how much she cares about her lip she gloss. Does. It would be inhumane to do otherwise. That yes. So 
she was very, you know, she just kind of sat there. She didn't cry or show any emotion or, you know, they're talking about her missing children. So she wasn't really showing any concern. She's fidgeting. Chad shows up for her court appearance. He sneaks in through a side door, won't talk to anybody, is able to sit up front, doesn't speak to anyone. And of course, afterwards, all the uh, media want to talk to him and he won't talk to anyone. And he kind of skips out through a back door without talking to anybody. Except Sean Hannity. <laughs> I don't, as far as I know, he hasn't talked to anybody. There's some footage of some reporter finding, you know, finding him in Hawaii, putting gas in his car. And all he says is no comment. We just have to wait for the legal process oh, to, you know, get through this or whatever. <laughs> this is when Lori's in jail. Where are your stepkids? Yeah. We just have to wait for the legal process to get through this. We have to wait for them to find the bodies, yeah, yeah, I think funny. is what you he meant to, to say. Remember that. It's just, there's just no defense for this. No. This entire process, they have no kids. Yeah. Kids, the kids are clearly not with him. They've been caught in lies about where they are. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your kids are killed and you're responsible for that. Yep. There's no question. No rational person could question that. So she has you know, her little troop of lawyers, like two or three lawyers. They say that the move to Hawaii was planned all along. Didn't have anything to do with the police looking for her children. Here's the my day problem before with lawyers. <laughs> I know the whole. I, have I said this before? I probably have. But yes, you it's, have. It's just you, you know, you know, lawyer one and lawyer two that you're lying through your teeth and you're lying in the cause of a murderer. You know that you're yep. not an idiot. You know those two things are true. You don't. No, you don't have to do that. Yep. The legal process doesn't force you to make up nonsense stories to protect a person you know to be guilty. Mm-hmm. The only reason you say it does is because it helps lawyers sleep at night. Period. Maybe. Pat, fact. Well, they also were trying to get her bail reduced even more, and their arguments was that she had no history of committing any crimes, and... Uh, that she maintained her innocence about having anything to do with her kid's disappearance. Oh, well, she says she didn't have anything to do with it. Sure, let's let her out. The the court, or not the court, the judge did kind of let her have it. And, you know, he kind of slammed her for being uncooperative and defying the court orders to produce her kids. And interestingly enough, she was still collecting Social Security checks for both of those kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess, you know, when your dad dies, you... Yeah. When you're still a minor, yeah, you get, get Social, Security. Social Security. So Tylee must have been collecting all along because her father was already dead, and you know JJ's dad just died yeah. earlier in the year. So that must be why he was collecting it. So even after she knew she didn't have the kids, She's pure she old. was still collecting money for them. The judge like lets her have it and says, "And by the way, you look fat in those stripes." <laughs> <laughs> dismissed. So um, the the judge upheld the million dollar bail. And said if somehow she was able to make it, she would be monitored with an ankle monitor and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where it is left now. She's still in jail. Chad doesn't want to bail her out for some reason. Well, again, he probably can't. That's true. And because she did have a a preliminary hearing scheduled, I think, for some time in April, but it's been postponed to May, like Mm. May 7th and 8th or 8th and 9th, something like that. Because of the whole coronavirus thing. And I did hear something recently that she asked for her bail to be reduced again. And the judge said, yeah, I'll reduce your bail if you show me the kids. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I think I said that like yesterday or today even. I can't remember. Very recently. Yeah. Well, also, interestingly, um, two of her lawyers have quit. 
So now she's left with one. I think it's it might be the female. No, it's not the lawyer. It's a male. I mean, it's not the female lawyer. It's a male lawyer. So I mean, you can make all kinds of suppositions about why two of her lawyers would quit. But I think there's all kinds yeah. of reasons why lawyers quit. I, no question. And, and I'm not condemning all lawyers at all. But but you know, and and people have a right to representation. Of course they do. But the representation has to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're saying things that you know are not true. Yeah. You you, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not, you know, that's not a legal requirement, or it shouldn't be anyway. Yeah. Well, her one remaining lawyer petitioned the court for the judge to remove himself from the case. They, and in Idaho law, you, the defense doesn't have to say why. Really? Why they think the judge should remove himself from the case, just that they want him removed. Presumably, it would be because they think that the lawyer or that the judge is already prejudiced because, yeah. you know, he slammed her in court saying, you know, he believed she was uncooperative. And like you said, produce your kids. Yeah. You know, that leads everybody to believe, right, that that judge thinks she has something to do with it. Well, he's just trying. I, I, I applaud that judge. He's clearly trying yeah. to make she, he knows she's trying to game the system. And well, mm-hmm. and he said that she was, he thought that she was being deliberately misleading yeah. about where the kids were, yeah, obviously. She, she always has. So he did. He, he did re- what? He removed himself from the case. Really? Yes. That may, that's just dumb. So I know you have some things to fix. Yeah. We've decided with your legal system. <laughs> We've decided. I, it, uh, what I read made it sound like he didn't have to, but he what, did. What a fool then. I would I don't absolutely know. not. Maybe he's nearing retirement. He just doesn't want to be involved I with guess. this. You know, famous of a case. I don't give a fuck. But what if he, some judge, takes his place as some doomsday prepper? Yeah. Hey, Chad, how's it going? Release. Literally. Well, then maybe the prosecution could ask for that judge to be removed from the case. I was, I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. But so anyway, a new judge hasn't been assigned yet, okay. and now you know the the hearing has been postponed. the The newest thing that I heard about this was that Chad and Lori believed that the kids were zombies. Oh, my God. What now? And that they were possessed by demons. And they thought they'd mm-hmm. bury the lead, guys. Tell us that a long time ago. So what happened to these zombie children of yours? That zombies are human bodies that have had their original spirits forced from them and have been possessed by either a demon, a disembodied spirit, or a worm, or a slug. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Jack had uh, some thoughts like that back when he was a small child. <laughs> That's true. He used to talk to dead worms on the sidewalk. Yes. And we were worried. And this, maybe not. Maybe this not. comes from, I guess, new court filings or, or the press found out about court filings between Brandon and Melanie Boudreaux. Found out. About the zombie thing. Oh, okay. About that Chad and Lori thought that, that the kids were zombies. So, so that's like their official defense tactic, or it hasn't been argued yet because they, there hasn't been any kind of court proceedings. No, yeah, correct. Okay. No, this isn't. This didn't come from Chad and Lori. Okay. This okay. came from Bandit Brandon Boudreaux, yeah. and actually, he's saying that he heard this from. Or no, he isn't saying this. Supposedly, it came from Melanie's new husband, Ian Pawlowski. Okay. So the, the kids are zombies and they're out zombie in somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like a walking dead kind of a thing. They're in Georgia. Yeah. And he was concerned about it, but he tried to keep an open mind. Ugh. Weird. So, but it doesn't say how Brandon found out about it. I thought Ian was also part of the quote unquote cult. Yeah. But possibly he's 
kind of wisen up and maybe he told Brandon because maybe mm. he's concerned about his new stepkids because he's married to Melanie. Mm. So I don't know. That's all me just making stuff up. Yeah. I don't know. But this court filing also described a cult-like religion that in addition to zombies included beliefs in teleportation and dark and light portals. So this is all coming from Chad. I mean, this is Chad's nonsense. At the end of the day, still, it's awful. I know we, we sometimes make too light of things, but a 17-year-old girl and a 70-year-old boy were murdered by their mother for financial gain. Yeah. And, she, and for uh, presumably also because she wanted to, I'm guessing here, but she wanted to come into the relationship with Chad, who she was obviously already involved with for months before, yes. without these being hamstrung by these kids. And it's interesting because it, I think it could go either way. Either Chad believes all of this stuff, and Lori does too, and you know, I mean, they I mean, they could, there are and this is zealots, you know, but yeah, it's possible. It is their but, religion, or it's all just money making. Yeah, that my I, I lean toward that. He's writing he's books selling and selling them, books, yeah, he's selling and, books and, and there's money to be made with crazy fringe yeah. shit not, right now. There just is a, yeah. a, a significant amount. I don't know how successful he was though before it doesn't, it doesn't he killed still, his wife. It still would motivate <laughs> you to go for it because there is the potential there to make some serious money. It's a cottage industry yeah. for that kind of nonsense. Well, he said that he um, he was kind of fascinated with the afterlife and dying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he claims to have had a couple of near-death experiences yeah. Yeah. and that has kind of given him the power to be like half in this world and half in the afterlife yeah. world. Sure. And he worked in a cemetery when oh, he was well, young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if you would have told me that, that makes it a lot Digging more Digging graves powerful. and doing maintenance. And so yeah. he encountered lots of ghosts while sure. he was working there. And Maybe I guess... That's the place to see them, sure. It seems like he wrote a book about it and I think it was fiction and it was, you know, kind of goofy the way it was yeah. described that, you know, it wasn't like a serious book about he ghosts didn't or use whatever. The F. Yeah. Well, also I think I mean it's possible that they believe some of their Kool-Aid for sure. Yeah. But it's also the fact that they the things they do in terms of getting rid of the kids and in terms of murdering for, for money are so, you know, tactically rational from their point of view makes you wonder yeah. about the insanity of the supposed beliefs, right? Or I, I mean, I guess not. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they could genuinely believe it. I mean, Chad Chad could be a um, like a like a con man huckster, which many cult leaders are. Yeah. And she could genuinely be enthralled That's with him. That's what I think is it's possible. And yeah. Possible. And believe it and be willing to Kill her ex-husband and kill She's her children. She's so cold. And... This is going to sound trivial, but having the party after they murder their husband doesn't lead me to believe they believe it. It indicates that they're more cold and strategic about it. I Well, I mean, clearly there are pathological things going on with yes. Lori. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I can't diagnose anybody with yeah. anything. I but... know. It's just my, my gut says they're more eyes open than eyes mm-hmm. clouded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say they don't believe some of the bullshit, but, you know, I think they they said, yeah, no, we believe that stuff. That's great. That's great. Well, we'll but you know what? We can make a lot of money if we start killing our, our spouses. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, like, all of the witnesses to Charles' murder 
are now dead. You, that, I was just going to bring that mm-hmm, up. Is the motivation for her. What's the motivation for killing the kids? That's got to be something to do with the witnessing Charles being well, killed. Well, the, the things that led to Charles' yeah. death. One thing Colby said, and um, a lot of this stuff I listened to, it's a podcast series by Dean's favorite, Dr. Phil. Are you <laughs> shitting me? No. Why would you listen to that? He, well, He's be- the devil. Because people talk to him. Ugh. So... You know, he is able to interview interview the grandparents and interview Colby, her son. So in one of his interviews, and, you know, you actually hear them versus, you know, third-hand reports. But Colby said that his mom and Tylee had a complicated relationship and that Tylee was very protective of JJ and she would push back on strange things that Lori was doing. So it seems like with the killing of Charles Vallow, mm-hmm. she was very much on the same page as her mom. And she reported like what yeah. either really happened or what or what she saw or what she was told to say. Mm-hmm. But Colby said, you know, if push came to shove, he believed she would protect JJ. Yeah. So it, you know, it could be that she started to push back against Lori and Chad and she saw the way things were going and she wasn't happy with it. Yeah, I no, I, I, I think that's very, very likely. It's just odd to me that she ever said what she said about that. I wonder, almost, I, this is going to sound conspiratorial and weird, but I wonder if they set it up to seem like that. Like, they, like um, you know, uh, Alex could have started a fight or had a hassle with um, what's his face, Charles. With Charles, mm-hmm. and then you know the mom's uh, Lori says, "Let's go, let's go, let's go," and then he can he proceeds to kill Charles, but that, no, that's too, that's too, yeah, that's too involved. That's unlikely. Um, so I mean, it's possible that there really was an argument. I just can't, like you said, personality-wise, Charles isn't the type of person yeah. to get a bat and hit anybody with a bat. Yeah, nobody believes it. Nobody who knew Charles. So then she's that. she's lying. So then yeah. that, you have to. Suppose then I know. that she's knowingly lying. That's why it seems like if all of that is true yeah. and, you know, Charles didn't get the bat, yeah, I It could I be don't threatened. Know. It could be promises of, I hate to say it, but I don't know what kind of person Tyler was. Yeah, she's, she was protective of JJ, but yeah. if they say we're going to give you $100,000, that could also be a motivator. Yeah, um, or I could just they, they could have threatened her. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird. Or it could have happened. As they say, which I think is the least likely alternative, but something you have to at least entertain. Yeah. Another interesting thing Colby said about his mom, and it seemed like growing up, like the whole doomsday stuff wasn't new with her. He said that growing up, she was very focused on the end of the world and things like, you don't need to go to college hmm. because why? You know, you're not, you're, it's not going to matter. Like the world is going to be coming to an end. Do you know how old Colby is, Emma? No, probably, I mean, he, probably mid twenties. Twenties. I mean, yeah. he's on his own, mm-hmm. but he's he made, been on his own for a, a while. Yeah. yeah, he made it sound like I didn't get to go to college yeah. because my mom told me I didn't need to. Because and so presumably that was years ago. Yeah. So yeah. stuff like that. So good way to get out paying for college, by the way. That's not. Yeah, it. I know, but it seems like he's a good guy. So somehow she ended up raising a nice, normal human being. And he even like publicly appealed to his mom. Mom, tell Mm. us where JJ and Tylee are. Yeah. And it seems like he had a very good relationship with Tylee too. So, so weird. Yeah, it is weird. So it's a 
trial date in a little while, about a month or so from when we are recording this right now, at least current scheduling, mm-hmm. right? And then, and, yep. and she's been charged with, I forgot now, you said the charges, but were any of them murder? No. Yeah, they haven't. So no. are they doing the whole, we can't have the body, we can't charge with murder thing? Because that's nonsense. No, because that's not true anymore. But It's never been true. People believe that the authorities are getting ready to charge. Okay. So they, I think Lori and Chad with murder. Okay, yeah, Chad, clearly. Yeah. I mean, obviously he'd have to be part of this, but you're right, but we should be fair to the police. There is there is still, I mean, it's obvious to any rational person looking at weighing at the evidence, but you need yeah. rock-solid evidence to mm-hmm. charge with murder. And at this point, they're not worried about Lori fleeing because yeah. they know she's in jail, and I, I think it's a legitimate worry about Chad Absolutely. because he's got money. Yeah. But... There, uh, I would bet you, he's being watched. I'm sure he is, but still. Yeah. Yeah. So disappear into the woods with his preppers. Interestingly, and Emma, maybe because you've looked into this a little bit, have you heard anything about Chad Daybell's kids? Nope, not a word. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Five uh, kids. He has five kids. And they're where the hell are they? Yeah. Probably, Probably with some relatives. A relative. Yeah, but I mean that's pertinent info that eh. I never heard about. They're minors. I, I'm, yeah, they're know. minors. Their mom. Died. Yeah, Their dad clearly relinquished some sort of custody. They're they're not with him. They might not all be minors. I mean, he's old oh. enough to have older kids, and they okay. are Mormons, so they could have. They were high school sweethearts. They could have started, uh, okay. you know. Yeah. So they're real young. I so wouldn't. Who knows? Maybe the older ones are taking care of the younger ones. If they want to private, that's their right. No, that's true. But news reports, you know, I would expect them to say his kids are in Idaho or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I want to know that those kids are okay. I'm sure they're fine. So that's it. Interesting, huh? Yes. Very. Ripped from a few days, a little while ago's headlines. This is an ongoing story. Still would be a much, much, much bigger story. Oh, yeah. If, yes. Uh, if we weren't going through a global yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Well, thank you, Carrie. You're welcome, Dean. We'll keep an eye on that, by the way, and maybe even give an update sometime in the future when there's something to update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully there will be. And it's that they're, they're convicted of murder. They're in jail for convicted. life. No. I literally hope that JJ and Tylee are still alive. I absolutely hope so. I would the, love the for that to be true, but in what in zero. what reality would they There's be? No way. I don't know. Because even though they're zombies, they're not alive technically. Why? Maybe Why? JJ or maybe Tylee took him. I don't know how she would have the resources absolutely or what no she would way. do or where she would no. go. And then not come forward when her mom's in jail and she. Yeah, no, no, and way. where she would go would be to sure. Kay and Larry. Would, yeah. yeah, they're not her grandparents, but they're JJ's grandparents, and I'm sure she knows that they would. Take care of both no. of them. So they're gone. Unless she's it's hiding not. them somewhere, and mm-hmm. you, you know, for doomsday prep, then yeah. Well, if the Brandon Boudreaux claims are true, then that just no leads you to believe that she killed them. Yeah. No question. Yeah, like if she secreted them in some prepper thing out in the woods, they would have gone there, not to Hawaii. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're gone. And that you know that's the typical. I had to kill my kids because they were possessed by demons or mm-hmm. I had to kill my kids because that it, and honestly, some people honestly believe this. They're better off dead than living in this evil, horrible world. Yeah, well, you still go to jail for that. Oh, sure. You still murdered your kids. Mm-hmm. So. Special place in hell for you, Lori and Chad. Yeah. So no one judges? I think we're doing a lot of judging here, actually. <laughs> Quite a bit of judging. Well, and obviously this is all alleged. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. It may or may not be a cult. No, we're speculating blah, blah, blah. wildly. Uh, for sure, we could be completely wrong. 
but you know, sue us, Lori. <laughs> okay, Dean, you ready for an update? I am indeed. Okay. So we talked about how Lori's preliminary hearing was rescheduled from April to, was originally rescheduled to today, May 7th and 8th. Well, now it has been rescheduled to July 9th and 10th. (gasps) And last week she had another bail reduction hearing and wouldn't you know, they upheld her million dollar bail. Nice. Surprise, surprise. So she's staying in jail. And I think there have been uh, news reports that They're getting close to maybe indicting her for the murder of, I think, Charles. So anyway, they are still pursuing that, probably with her and, I imagine, Chad with his wife. No news on autopsy results for Tammy Daybell. But anyway, here's the latest that I actually read about today. In October 2018, so a little less than a year before the kids disappeared, Lori had asked Chad to, quote, gauge the kids' light and dark spirits. Mm, Okay. I mean, that's that's a thing. Mm -hmm. We've done that with our kids. And and Chad is very qualified to do this. On October 30th, 2018, he sent an email back to Lori with the family history documents she requested, (laughs) which, you know, it's just a list of her family members and their light and dark spirit numbers as gauged by Chad. In the documents, and I'll post uh, screenshots of these on our social media. But anyway, he says that most Latter-day Saints people are level two. Mm. I'm presuming they're level two lights because you can. There's levels of light and dark. How far? The, what's the scale? We need it. We need. A, we need some methodological notes. Yeah, here. I'm not sure, but I'll I'll tell you what some of her family members are. But he also says twos and threes are fluid and can change sides during earth life. Oh, wow. 4.1s and above have <laughs> made covenants to their side and rarely switch sides. Uh-huh. So once you're at 4.1, if you're light or dark, you're committed, I guess. Okay. So here's what some of the family members are. Her first husband, don't know what his name was. He was a two light. Uh-huh. Her second husband, was, who I think was Colby's dad, was a two dark Colby's a three light. So, you know, Colby is a good guy. Her third husband, who was Tylee's dad, was a 4.3 dark, and now he's sealed away. Well, he's this dead. sounds like some rock solid science behind uh-huh. this, by the way. So. Tylee, get ready for this one yeah. 4.1 dark. Dark. So she's committed, she's given a covenant to the dark side. So that explains what happened to Tylee. Yep. Charles, three light, interestingly enough. Hmm. And then next Wait, to that, Charles? Charles Vallow, the one they killed. Oh, that's right. Next to his, it said 1700s London. So I'm assuming what? this is like he was reborn. Oh. He originally lived in 1700s London. Did they put Charles 3.0 light and then oops in the, in the margins because uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have killed him? Yeah. Charles' sons, one is a three dark and one is a three light. Mm. JJ, 4.2 light. JJ was the... The seven-year-old. Okay. Who, who was missing. missing. Okay. So he's made a covenant to the, to the light side, I guess. Mm. Melanie Boudreau, the niece, three light. Brandon, the ex-husband, surprise, surprise, three dark. Mm. They have four kids. Their two boys are three lights. Their older daughter is a... Three light, and their younger daughter is a four point one light. Oof, that's 
It's impressive. Yes. Didn't say what Lori was. Oh. Oh, wait, wait. I do. I thought I did have what Lori was. Can I make a guess? Yeah. Six light. He likes her. You know, maybe I don't because I didn't write it down. So anyway, I, I would have to imagine Lori's a light. Oh, for sure. It did say she's a 4.3 light. Of course. So that's the update. Crazy. More crazy. Well, it's, I, it's, Carrie, don't be so judgy. There, <laughs> we don't know how he came to these conclusions. We don't know what kind of method was behind it. It sounds, I mean, it's got some quantitative values here. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. It could be just as real as astrology. Well, we all know that's rock solid too. So Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Carrie, tell them where they can find us. Weirdworldpodcast.com and on Gmail and Facebook and Instagram and Patreon and Weird World Pod on Twitter. How's that Twitter going, Dean? <laughs> I have fallen. <laughs> I don't really tweet in a long, long time. Okay, well, thank you. Until next time, that's all I have to say. I'll see you then. Bye.